episode 48 of the Division 3's finest podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Insert Your Advertisement Here. We start off in the Battle of the Mile High, where will the real Slim Shady McCoy please stand up and Joe Waka Flacco flame one hard in the mother paint for a quarter. The Broncos needed quickly as the Eminem quarterback combination proved to be effective, with Matthew Mandy Moore seizing his moment, following St. Patty's Mahomes going down with a poor man, Sean Levinson-like injury. Meanwhile, Andy Riley Reid put on an impressive coaching performance, sucking and f***ing the life out of this sad Broncos offense, and making Philip Lindsey Vaughn look like, well, Lindsey Vaughn trying to play NFL football. Check out the Mahomes on this guy, 30. It's Vaughn Miller time, 6. Next, we're under the land of losers in Georgia. Jalen Gordon Ramsey made an impressive debut, grilling Matty has no ice in his veins, Ryan, all game. On the other side of the football, the Rams were led by Jared Supreme Goff and Johnny Wick Hecker, looking like a damn assassin sniping his way to a perfect quarterback rating with a fake cup punt completion to Sir Nicholas Scott. The Rams turned their season around. Two girlies, one cup, 37. Devontae, free me, this team sucks, 10. 99 problems, but a fits ain't one. Hit me. We go back, 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 back to the Bills Mafia, where Fitzmagic and the tribe got off to a fast start, giving Dolphins fans some hopes this could be their Kenyan Drake one dance to victory. But Kyle, Josh, Allen had other plans, as Frank's hot sauce gore and Allen finally got going in the fourth quarter, putting up 22 points to circle their wagons to another Buffalo W. Cole, it's just me, myself, and I. Be easy. 31. Why does Ben keep giving me all the damn Dolphins games? 21. Next, we move on to Lambeau Field, where it's a historic day for Aaron and the Packers, as this Hard Knocks Raiders defense seems to dearly miss their sobbing-loving a quarterback Jonathan Abrams. While Derek Carr continues to encourage his kids to fight, maybe he should learn how to get some fun in himself instead of fumbling the ball out of the end zone like a little bitch. It might just be time for John Green to turn to America's favorite son, Nathan Peterman, or Antonio Brown. That could work as well. Aaron Rodgers with a pick and roll, young Matt LaFleur in sicko mode 42. Dude, where's my Derek Carr? 44. Next, we're under the greatest city in the world, Cincinnati, Ohio, where Captain Miles Jack Sparrow is sticking around throwing illegal forward passes. But hey, when you're playing Andy Dalton and the Bunchos, you can around a little bit. Gardner, I'm smaller than Nick Foles, but still would make 10 times more as a Minshew. Came through after dissecting every hole in his Cincinnati defense thoroughly, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are back, baby. Duval, 27. Kava's favorite son, Sage Micomonaco, 17. Fumble! Next, it was an exciting day for the Indianapolis football Colts. As Jacoby, I'm not Andrew Luck, but you better pay me like Andrew Luck percent is earning every penny of the new deal. On the Texan side of the football, it's probably time for Deshaun Watson to get a f***ing life and start focusing on performing on the field rather than scripting his post-game conferences. Seriously, bro. Cover two, cover three. Who gives a f***? Just get the job done. Adam Vino Terry. Sheesh. 30. Billy McFarland. O'Brien. 23. Next, we know the shit'll say the world refers to as Detroit, where every damn team of the state was going down this week, while Matthew Barry Sanford was putting up a ton of points at Fantasy Island. Kurt, your brothers, your brothers, your sisters was focused on the real game. Tossing for four TDs and opening up the run again for Dalvin. Yum, 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 a cookie monster cook. This Minnesota Vikings team looks crazy good, and when I get this feeling, I get sexual feeling. 42, carry on my wayward son, for 5 carries at 23 yards, 30. <laughs> He's matriculated.
riding the ball down the sideline. Next, in the Empire State, chased me all the way to the end zone. Three times Edmonds shocked the world. Stealing the show from Kyler Murray and David Johnson, while proving not all short men are created equal. The Cardinals were also helped by Saquon Charles Barkley. Oh, part of my take. Use that one. Let's start this again. The Cardinals were also helped by Saquon Barkley and Cheese Barkley. After it appeared, he gained some weight after three weeks of chucking beers on the couch. Shocker. And it turns out Danny Dimes just might not be the surefire Hall of Famer we all thought he was after winning a couple football games. Chase me if you can. 27, the New York football midgets. 21. He's matriculating the ball down the sideline because it's muddy and impossible to run forward. In a game that looked more like a damn slip inside than a televised football game, Robbie Gold accounted for the only points of the day. As Jimmy had a tough time finding the G-spot and Case Keenum, well, he looked like Case Keenum. He stinks. The 49ers stay undefeated in the Mud Bowl. George Kittle me Timbers, nine. Yo, Adrian, zero. Flash Gordon, more like Crash Gordon. Get it, cause he Stinks in Tennessee. The San Diego Superchargers at Captain Phillip Rivers found themselves in another close game late. Shocker. As this loser leaves town, match the bad both teams throwing uppercuts and harder haymakers at each other all night. But in the end, Ryan Tannehill and the Titans were the last men standing in quite surprising fashion. As typically, Phillip Rivers doesn't have any problems going all the way, if you know what I mean. The Chargers choke at the one yard line multiple times. Remember these Titans. 23. Ain't no bounding. I. Ain't no valley low, ain't no Philip Rivers wide enough, baby. Brody. Mitch Trubisky? More like <laughs> Trubisky. In the city, the Bears looked more like the Cubs as these Joe Madden-like defensive shifts didn't take much for Sean Payton to pick a ball. Latavius Caldwell Pope Murray had quite the day of filling in for Alvin Kamara, dominating the ground attack and opening up the passing game. For Ted needs more sequels Bridgewater. For the Bears, it was questionable coaching all around, especially when you only run the football seven times a game, all game, with a quarterback like Mitchell Trubisky. Hashtag Saints shout out Pope Francis. 36, Karma's a Mitch, 25. He could go all the way in the land of the 12th man. Russell Owen Wilson looked more interested in crashing weddings than completing NFL passes, tossing his pigskin around carelessly and calling unnecessary hot routes, leading to various incompletions. On the other hand, Lamar Jackson was running all over this Earl Thomasless defense. But don't forget, Twitter, he can throw the football as well, passing for it out of this f***ing world. 143 yards with a below 50% completion rate. That's just f***ing incredible stuff, baby. The Ravens win in dominating fashion. Yippee-ki-yay, Justin Tucker, mother 30. My name is Earl Thomas, 16. Ezekiel 37, verse 10. Thou shall run the ball down the Eagles' f***ing throat all night in Jerry World. Doug Peterson was driving his Mercedes Wentz carelessly all week, guaranteeing a victory a week in advance and pissing off DeMarcus Lawrence and his elite Dallas Cowboys defense. I guess we're back on the paydack train, as Kellen Welch Moore's offensive game plan led to a classic paydack $40 million a year discussion on first take. Jason Witten sucks at commentating 37 miles run, 10 more miles here, stage Sanders, 10. Where before Tom Brady could go home and enjoy a casual father-son makeout session, he was forced to battle another teenager who still might have mono in the National Football League. Sam Darnold looked like, well, there's a ton of jokes I could go for here, but he just looked like dog It was pathetic. Le'Veon, my wayward back to Pittsburgh, had a solid performance, but it's tough when your quarterback is seeing ghosts and dreaming of getting some tongue action after the game in the club. The Tom Brady bunch, 33. The New York football pilots with no jets, zero.
All right, that's a wrap for our NFL Week 7 recap. And Andrew Gillen, my co-host, we do have two guests on the show. Do you want to introduce them real quick? Yes. Um, obviously, we have tried and true, uh, fan favorite, debatable debatable on that. Um, but he does keep coming back every day, Jacob Schubert. And um, lucky to have on the show today, Cleveland Twitter famous. Uh, she can't argue with that. Uh, friend of ours, um, Bethany alumni also. Uh, Gabby Gowdy, how we doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh-oh. Well, Shub, I wasn't really asking you, so it's <laughs> fine. Gabby, how are yeah. you doing? Um, I'm doing well. I'd be better if I wasn't in Pittsburgh. But... Ooh, wow, throwing shots right away. I feel you on that. I, I feel bad that you're in Pittsburgh also. Um, not, not, not the greatest place. Yeah. Mm, not the greatest. <laughs> okay. shout, out to all, shout out to all the... The listeners and friends there. Yeah. Love you guys. For sure. <laughs> Love you guys. All right. So let's just get straight into picks. So um, our first game is the Eagles-Bills. The Bills are at home and are favored by a point and a half. Uh, Gabby, as your guest, do you want to go first? Um, can I decline the first offer? Yes, you okay. can. Yes, you can. Okay. Very respectful. Because I like that you declined it like asking us and didn't yeah. just decline. That was very, very polite. Respectful of you very. to yeah. ask permission. Uh, Shub, I think you should go first. Just get your sh** out of the way. Um, we'll bleep so that Eagles out. Bills before I f- this up again this week. We'll right? bleep that out. Yep. Well. Okay. Yep. Um, Josh Allen, because shout out Josh Allen, and nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, baby. Right. That's all I have. So you didn't. Real so original. you just said Josh Allen. So you taking the Bills? Yeah, the Bills, bro. Okay, that's not what you said though. You just said Josh Allen, and then he's on no, the Bills. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, you need. This just wasn't a, the greatest explanation. No, it wasn't. You, <laughs> ben, Ben, go ahead, man. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I did not like what I saw from Buffalo against the Miami Dolphins, you know, barely pulling one out of their ass. Not very impressive. And, you know, the Eagles obviously not very impressive as well. But I just think they're a better football team. They have a better quarterback, and I'm going to go with the better quarterback most more often than not. All right, Gabby, you go third, I'll go last. Okay. So um, I'm going to go with the Bills because it's simple. They're a playoff team, and the Eagles are just phony pretenders. Wow. So uh, throw me through a table at Buffalo. Okay. Okay. Blessing blessing by white plastic table or or baptism. Yeah. Um, I feel you on that. I think I'm going to go – this one was probably the hardest for me out of all of them um, just because I – you know, you you see the Bills and just the way they've been in the past few years. You just like, I don't want to pick them, but the Eagles didn't look great against Texas uh, or Dallas. But I also think like they just ran into a hot Dallas team. Like that's what you're gonna get out of them. They're either gonna be on fire or right. you know just kind of shit. Um, but I do think the Eagles are the Dallas lost two in a row. I know, shoot, that was they were on fire. No. Like, they were hot that day. That was what I was saying. They're either really bad or really good. They ran into the really good Thank Cowboys. you for listening. If you were listening, you would have heard that. I was listening. Um, but that being said, I do think the Eagles are the better team. I think they bounce back. Um, so I'm going to go Eagles in this matchup. All right. Uh, next matchup we have is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Tennessee Titans, two uh, meh teams. The Titans are favored because they're at home by two and a half points. Uh, who wants to go say- first here? Did you say two meh teams? Yeah, they're meh. These are two teams that basically are identical. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. It's, it, 
it all comes down to that doesn't mean they're not meh teams they're both identical they're both meh yeah i guess all right whatever but it's, I'm going with my guy who's won me. He won me last typical. week. This is just typical. Ryan Tannehill. He's going to turn the ball over three times while Jameis oh, will turn it over four. And we're going to. The Titans are going to continue to roll. Okay. Um, I just am always inclined to pick against Schubert, to, to be honest. I haven't um, lost. So but ben, ben, why don't you go ahead? Okay. Uh, I hate this pick. But I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I hate betting on Jameis wow. Winston. It is a bad habit. It's not a healthy habit. But uh, I just think they're a little better. They have more weapons. And the Titans, yeah, I'm Mike Vrabel, I think he's a good coach. But Ryan Tannehill, really? I mean, they beat the Chargers, but the Chargers should have won that game. They had to ball at the one-yard line and just choked it away. So uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers here, unfortunately. I feel like I have to take the Titans. Oh, Gabby, I totally jacked your pick. Sorry. I don't get out. Do you? Do you? Get out of the way. Okay, uh, my bad. No, going Titans, though, I don't like it either. Um, I just can't justify as much. I, he's my guy. I'm a personal fan of the human being, Jameis Winston. I'm not a fan of uh, the... Crab leg stealing? Yeah, it's, you're, he's a fan, you're a fan of the criminal. Yeah. That's a lot of grit. That's yeah. grit. He's entertaining. He's entertaining. Okay, I'll say that. Florida State. Quarterback Jameis is not entertaining. Florida State. He's not very good. Uh, so I'm going to go Titans, mostly because they're at home. And like Yo, Ben team. said, I think Vrabel uh, is just a better coach. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Gabby, you got the last pick here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, obviously. I hope the Titans lose every game for the rest of their season. Whoa. They really start... Imagine Why? They really started me off on a really bad note. The fair so mm, Okay. And um, I hope nothing good happens to them from there. Okay. So Tampa Bay, off the highly tested. So. All right. That's yeah. We we try to we try to stay unbiased, but. Well, um, that one not. really can't get past it. I I'm not hating on you. But hey, Tannehill wasn't playing then, so like, you can give him a break. <laughs> All right, so the last game we have is the San Diego Superchargers versus the Chicago Bears. The Bears are at home and favored by four points. All right, this is the most logical pick I've made in probably two weeks. So I'm going the Bears just because of their defense. Um, we saw what the Steelers' defense did to uh, the Chargers, and even though the, you know, the Steelers' Great offense point. probably Great wasn't point. as good as the Chargers, they still found a way to win. And even with the Bears' offense struggling, I still think the Bears' defense is just going to you know, overpower the Chargers' offense, and you know, the Bears will just find a way to win. So I'm going with Mitch and the Bears. All right. I respect that. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll go. I'm going with the Bears as well. I think this is kind of a good spot for Mitchell Trubisky, even though he isn't very good. He's going against a team that isn't very good. That's good. And also, the expectations are very low. Everyone's like, oh, Mitchell Trubisky sucks. And he just came off a week where you know he took three weeks off with an injury. So he's got more time to get in rhythm, low expectations, going on a not a great team that's two and four. I'll go with the Chicago Bears here at home. Respect. Gabby, you can have your third spot back. Sorry about um, yeah, I'm going to take the Bears as well because those scrub-ass... Oh, am I allowed to say that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can swear. Two things are going to happen. The Stupid Bears will show up as always, 
And I think the Bears' offense will pound the run versus the 21st-ranked run defense. Save so, metrics. Oh, well, yeah, we, we hate run, Yeah, we're big number guys, and we hate bad run defenses. So, so yeah. Fuck. This might be the first unanimous Go pick. The Bears. Okay. Yeah, the Bears. The shout Bears. out to um, friend of the show, big Bears fan. Um, I think this might be our first – this is our first unanimous pick out of this round. Uh, yeah, I'm going Bears, too. Um, don't like it. Not not a Mitch guy. Not a, not a Mitch fan Huge. at all. No, no, not a Mitch fan Never. at all. But Ben did bring up a good point. That was his first game back off an injury last week. Um, he sucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. He, he does sucks. Suck. Yeah. But the defense is really good. They're in Chicago. He just he, he doesn't have to be great. He has to be okay. And, right. and I think they they get out of there with a dub against the Chargers. Imagine being the NFC North and having Kirk Cousins and Mitch Trubisky. And they're basically the same person. You think so? <laughs> Ironically. I, mean, I don't Mitch know if I would more. quite agree with that statement. Definitely no, not. no, no. Mitch is that type of guy where like, he, some days he's like, I could pay him. And then some days he's like, dude, why would I pay him a, do- a dime? Well, you should tell that Mitch to come back. The, I'll pay him Mitch. Tell him to come back soon just for this week because I don't want to lose again. Also, also, quick thing on the, on the Bears. My brother, who is a avid no Bears fan, he sent me a link today on Twitter. And it said, Who Tom cares? Brady to the Bears in 2020. 2020. <laughs> so shout out to Tom Brady go to the Bears in 2020. If it happens, you heard it here first. So. Okay. okay. Yeah, the breaking news. And just quick shout out to Kirk Cousins. He actually has, contrary to belief, we're big numbers, guys. He has the highest quarterback rating in the whole league. It's hard to believe, but it is true. Wow. Does he actually? So you're comparing him to Mitchell Trubisky? Uh... Uh, do you have a podcast? Because that's not a great take. Yeah. That's why you're a guest, Shub. I don't care. We're about to have, we're about to have Gabby keep coming. I, I literally suggested Peyton Manning was coming to the Browns as a GM, and that didn't happen. So I have the worst takes of history. So. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Gabby, we have a couple last questions before we let you go. Oh, God. Uh, so okay. quick question. This was in our DMs, Division Three pod uh, DMs. Shout out from the program. Shout out. Uh, yeah. So a uh, quick question from my good friend what? back from Hong Kong, Nathan Guzikowski. Uh, shout out from the program. Astros or Nationals for the World Series? Oh, that's so hard. And you guys are, like, really cutting into my viewing time of that right now. <laughs> oh, I hate oh, to hear that. Sorry <laughs> I was just kidding, but it's a really hard decision for me because they have two really great guys that I want to root for out there. Mm. Who are those guys? And they are? Michael Brantley and Jan Gomes. Oh, no, former Indians. I see. But uh, I think I'm a big Brantley guy, so I think I'm going to go Astros. Okay. Okay, that's also a good, that's also a good pick if pick. you were hypothetically betting on the game. Uh, I think that's the way to go. Hypothetically, of course. Hypothetically, of course. Um, yeah. All right. right. So, uh, last couple questions. Two quick Cleveland sports questions. Shout out to all the Cleveland fans out there for Gabby Gaddy. Uh, so, first question: What's your prediction Perfect. for the Cavaliers season NBA debut? And uh, on a scale of one to ten, how concerned are you about the Browns? One being, you know, like freaking the f- out. Um, Cavs. Okay, I think that we are going to be obviously win tomorrow. Okay. Obviously, everyone knows. Obviously, we win tomorrow. Screw the haters that say it's only 20 games. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Eddie Osman, he's about to take the team over. Shout Next out. LeBron, put him on Someone the poster. He's hot. How I don't think so. The next LeBron. Said it, I just want to make sure I heard you. Yeah, yes. Eddie Osman, the next LeBron. The next LeBron. Yeah. LeBron okay. James, right? Yeah. Sound like that. Uh, yeah, you heard that correct. Yeah. How about your season prediction? Are they going to make the playoffs this year? 
Uh, eight seed. And they're going to beat the Sixers. Sneak it in. Oh, and a win over the Sixers. Okay. First round, eight seed beat the number one seed Sixers. First round. Eight seed, five games. It's happened before. I saw Futures bet. And then the follow-up question I was at is how concerned are you about the Browns, 10 being, you know, freaking out? Um, well... Not gonna lie, not concerned at all. Oh! Ooh, wow. <laughs> okay. Unexpected. But I, was, I like. Yeah. No, I don't know. After they get past the Patriots, which I honestly think it's gonna be a decent game. It should be it's a game. It's gonna be a lot easier from here on out. We're gonna play the Steelers twice, uh, the Bengals <laughs> twice, the Ravens again. That's um, five wins right there. Throw in the Dolphins. That? We're gonna get in the uh, we're gonna get in the playoffs with like a nine and six record, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. All right, and then last we question. We might not win the division. We hey, might win the division. Hey, imagine losing that division. Yeah. Imagine. It's imagine your franchise quarterback imagine, retiring because his uh, front office. No, like, imagine imagine shit, their but, backup being better than any Browns quarterback in twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> for, sure. Oh, for sure, man. Wow. Right. Good one. It hurts. <laughs> Does hurt. Okay, uh, last thing before we let you go. What's the most famous person that slid in your DMs? Oh, I can't answer. You can't oh, answer. Come on. Take it wow. No, I can't answer. Why not? He's not going to listen, obviously. Okay, maybe there's someone that has been for the past couple weeks. Okay, how about someone who's not no, as not famous that you don't want to mention? How about someone that's not as famous that you're allowed to mention on the division oh, three spines podcast. Do it anyways. Okay, do it. Yeah, please. Um, okay, so the Browns' current kicker. Mm. Oh, Austin Seibert. Yeah. Shout oh. out, hey Austin. Austin. Shout out. Shout out. We're glad <laughs> you're listening. A little retweet wouldn't hurt anybody. We're not gonna bust you out, but if you're listening to this, but like it'd be really kind of you. Yeah if, yeah. if you're listening to this, we're not gonna we're not gonna make this public. We're not gonna give you any heat, but just a little retweet. That's not a lot. <laughs> Gabby, I'm allowed, am I allowed to tag him or no? No, we're not tagging him. We just need to hope he's listening. Okay. Um, Gabby? You can do whatever you want. It'll really, I'm really unbothered. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> well, it's not going to affect me that much, I don't think. Right? Okay. So, hey, shout out to him, though. A little retweet goes a long way. Yeah, shout out to him on my fantasy team for getting me three points also. <laughs> Huge shout out. That's just not gonna happen. That's not gonna play, dude. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you again, Gabby, for uh, joining the podcast, and we'll do a longer segment for sure in the future. Uh, can I make a suggestion for a segment? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, NFL quarterback hotness ratings. Oh wow. Well. Okay. So that's what we'll bring you back for. Yeah, because we can't okay. do that on our own. That would be uh, that would not be a great look for us. Yeah, we, it couldn't just be us, so we'll throw you cool. in there, and, and then we'll partake. Yeah. Yeah, put Jimmy G at the top, and then we'll go from there. Well, hey, let's wait. Save it for the, hey, save it for the segment. Save it yeah. for the segment. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, my bad. Jimmy uh, G-Spot Garoppolo. <laughs> hey, Jimmy G-Spot Garoppolo, my guy. We're actually very good friends. Yeah, huge friend of the uh, program. You know, Jimmy? All right, Gabby, thank you very much for joining us. Um, Honored to have you on, Michael. We said before, Twitter famous. Not every day we have, you know, someone like that joining the show. So we appreciate you. Appreciate that. Oh, Sammy. Yeah. Fun <laughs> guys. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. We'll we'll definitely have you on again uh, to talk hot quarterbacks. 
can't wait. A few moments later. All right, let's try that again. Okay. So uh, now join us on the podcast. We all met at a bar after a Wheeling Nailers game where you know I won a legendary beer can race. Uh, no big deal. And now Mariah and I are essentially best friends, you know. And she's a star on Instagram, over 14k followers. Huge shout out, you know. Please give her a follow on IG at Mariah Angelica 17. We'll be including the bio as well. It's her first podcast, so please, everyone, be nice. Mariah White, how's everything going? Oh, it's going great. Living the dream. Hanging out with the pop. Pretty low-key night over here. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for joining us first off. Um, but obviously, we know who we are, and we got you know we have uh, we have some questions lined up for you. But uh, would you mind introducing yourself uh, to the listeners? Yeah, sure thing. Um, I'm Mariah. I am from West Virginia. I've lived in Wheeling my whole life. Um, I just graduated from WVU. I studied fashion merchandising business. Oh, communication studies and PR, so it was a pretty busy stick. Um, yeah, I love hanging out with my rescue puff, Gracie, and obviously love vlogging, which is why I'm here, so thank you guys so much for having me. No worries. My pleasure's ours, for sure. You used, you were telling us before, but what kind of dog is that again? Um, so we rescued her, um, so it's not 100% official. That's awesome. But, okay. um, her vet thinks that she's Flat Coat Retriever, and Border Collie Mix. Awesome. Huge dog podcast, of course. I'm just going to pretend, yeah, I'm just going to pretend I can, I know what that looks like. So, <laughs> yeah, great, look, great looking big, dog. Yeah, big ball of fur. That's pretty much all you need to know. Okay, <laughs> got it. Man. Right, got it. Mental picture. Got it. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so let me first formally introduce myself. I am Jacob Schubert. Uh, we never met because I was not that, there that night that you met Ben and, uh, Gail, so huge shame. Uh, I'm Jacob Schubert, formerly known as the Bald. Uh, now on the Division podcast. Yeah, I'm also, I guess, the reoccurring guest, even though it was my idea. Uh, but just kind of a quick follow up to Gail. You know, you're a blogger. You do you do a bunch of stuff on social media. But when did you know that I was something you really enjoyed doing and uh, could eventually make money on and be successful with? Yeah. So um, I think that I realized blogging was something I wanted to do pretty early on, um, even before it was as saturated as it is now. Um, You're a hipster. You were a hipster to the blogging game. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty okay. Much. Hey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, once I saw how it was taking off and how people were basically making money off of things that I was already doing, I realized that I should start taking it a little bit more serious and um, eventually start a blog. So I use the term blogger very lightly um, because to be an actual blogger, you have to type blog posts and like create that content, okay. which I, I still do try to do um, from time to time, but it's just so time consuming and gotcha. recently, working, recently working in corporate, it um, was a conflict. But I think blogging is like, more or less now, um, just like a basic term for the world of influencing, which is, I think, what most people are, um, like, familiar with, at least our generation. Right. Cool. So uh, I have another quick follow-up on that. So this is a sports podcast, so we kind of always talk about that breakout moment where an athlete you know, kind of takes that next step to another level because of one or two key moments. Did your social media ever kind of have that moment where – 
know, maybe all of a sudden you kind of jumped one or two thousand followers randomly, and it was, or was it just kind of a progression, you know, brick by brick up? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I would say the majority of it has been pretty steady. Um, I'm sure you guys are familiar too, like with social media, it's a lot of um, what you're putting into it, um, right. your engagement. So you know, interacting with other accounts with maybe similar amounts of followers or um, just kind of building it that way, making friendships. Um, but in, in terms of like a jump, I would say um, when collaborating with brands, sometimes if you create content that um, they really like or, you know, they think that really encompasses their brand, they'll repost you. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that a lot of times um, with I'm those taking notes. Huh? I'm taking notes. That's why we had you oh, on. Sorry. I'm like we need, like 10, no, we need all the help we can get. <laughs> no, no, no. We just need all the help we can get with the social media stuff. So right. that's yeah, really yeah. why we had so, you on. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, you know, when you are reaching out to brands or you're working with um, a company, if they repost you, then a lot of times, you know, they have way more followers than you do. Mm-hmm. And what are you trying to say? No, I'm just saying, like, well, I'm yeah, saying, we have a very. Yeah, so if they are, you know, if their followers are interested in you, then sometimes you pick up followers that way. Um, I've seen a lot of, um, not like huge jumps, but definitely increases in my followers when reposted by, um, by brands that I'm working with. Hmm. And then also I think it, it just, matters like the content that you're posting so you know the more interesting your content is mm-hmm. um the more people are going to want to you know be following you and kind of right. following along on your journey um i know that like my traveling content when i was in europe just skyrocketed like my likes went from maybe 1500 to pushing 3000 yeah so yeah. it almost doubled which in you know not that that's a ton of likes, but for me, that was definitely a significant jump. Yeah, that's pretty good. We yeah, we'd yeah, well, we'd take that any day. <laughs> that's all we're that's all we're missing is a Europe trip. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yes, you figured it out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, check the calendar, plan a trip. Yeah, let's do it. Speaking of trips, so you know you get to do a lot of cool things in life because of everything you've accomplished on social media, all that platforms and stuff. But one of the biggest parts of your IG page is all these amazing places you've been to. Uh, talk a little bit about the traveling aspect of what you're doing and what are like. What are some of your favorite places you've been to? So I think that anyone who knows me well knows that Montreal is my very very favorite place Ooh. ever. Canada. Uh, Canada? Yes, Canada. Oh, wow. So, um, Surrey. I never really Surrey, thought Surrey, to, <laughs> I really thought to travel to Canada too much um, until one of my best friends that I met a few years back um, was from Montreal and um, just kind of sparked me going there to like see what the hype was all about, and I just instantly fell in love. Um, I think that the culture was so fun, and... Um, during that time, I was vlogging, I would say, maybe like three notches down to what I'm doing now. So, I was still aware of it, was still trying to create fun content and, um, you know, post outfit pictures and get fun spots and stuff like that, but it was more of 
just like strictly traveling. And now, uh, how I mentioned my trip to Europe last spring, it's definitely more like mindful of the content that I'm getting. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, for months prior, I would try to like pick out outfits when I was shopping and really create like full looks for the pictures um, that I was going, that I was anticipating getting in Europe. So I think that as you know, blogging got more serious, my traveling. Um, kind of geared around trying to find like cheesy places, which some people argue it kind of takes away from your actual experience, which I think you have to find a balance of, you know, doing something to get good content and then actually doing something because it's what you want to do. Right. Um, a lot of times I've had to like take a step back because as silly as it sounds, like I might have ordered something off of a menu because I knew it would make a prettier picture than what I was really hungry mm. for. And, like, saying that out loud, like, get it together. Like, right, right. yeah. So I think that um, finding that balance, especially with traveling and, you know, just life in general, you really have to make sure that you're doing what you want to do. Because, um, obviously, if something is a good point. fake or it feels forced, like, your audience is not going to react well to that. So <laughs> and I kind of just took that and completely spun it around. But... That's kind of how traveling um, has been incorporated into my blogging. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, when you kind of care about something as much as you do with this, like you said, you've been doing it forever, um, you kind of, you do kind of run that or walk that fine line of maybe becoming a little too, um, not obsessed, but making it, you know, the only thing going on. Um, So that kind of, kind of leads into my next question, I guess. like I said, you love what you do, and you've been pretty successful. Um, but what are some of the things that maybe like the negatives or, or hard parts about it that people might not people might not think about? Yeah, um, that's actually a really good question because thank you. I think that thank social you. media as a whole is just you know it's a highlight reel. So a lot of times you're not seeing what somebody's really going through, um, and you know it's just a, especially with being a blogger, it's constant pressure to have you know, happy and positive content, and mm-hmm. as a human being, I'm not always feeling like mm-hmm. having my makeup completely done, having an outfit that is outstanding, and, you know, matching the rest of my feed. Like, sometimes I just want to wear sweatpants, have my hair in a messy bun that hasn't been washed in three days, and call it a day. I totally That's agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you there. <laughs> right. So, I think that that's one negative thing just as a whole, and I think that social media can be so toxic um, just because, you know, whether you want to or not, you're constantly comparing yourself um, to what you see. Right. And I think recently that's been, like, a huge issue. Like, I'm at least aware of what's happening and, you know, know my limits and know that I'll compare myself. Um, I'm just trying to stay really positive. And rather than being maybe, um, like, you know, disappointed that I don't look like another blogger or my feed isn't as good, just trying to be inspired by that and taking it Mm -hmm. um, in, like, a good light. And then also another negative aspect is um, I don't really know how much info I can release on this, but it's over and done with, so I don't really care. Um, Oh, spill the tea. Yeah, I got some tea for you. (laughs) Um, But my recent job um, was in a corporate setting, and prior to accepting the position, I was told that I could continue to blog um, as long as I wasn't working with companies that were sold in my particular store. 
which I totally understood. Like, you know, that makes sense. That's a conflict of interest. Totally understood. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people in the fashion industry that have a similar job um, that I had are bloggers and do do this on the side. Some people might not take it as seriously, but it's a huge thing. It's not like I was the only one in the company, you know, blogging or doing this on the side. Like right. I said, sure. but I was pulled into HR and told that I had to delete everything. Wow. And oh, wow. stop blogging. And to me, that was like, that was a deal breaker. Um, just mm-hmm. because it's Did um, so they label it as a conflict of interest, which in some situations I could see, but when you look at the scope of everything, like, you know, 40,000 followers is an okay amount, but compared to what the company is making, mm-hmm. I am not influencing enough to make it a significant issue. I mm-hmm. wish I was, like, I right. wish I could see that, you know, I was driving so much traffic away, but I think that my big issue was you know, having it prior to starting, having it be okay, and then once I'm in the role, up and, you know, moved my life. For sure, a little, a little shadiness there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm no Deception. longer with the company. Um, I, uh, uh, Felicia. I had the boss up and do what I had to do. So, um, yeah, so that happened. But I think that that's definitely, like, a negative side that you don't think of it being right. a conflict of interest, but supposedly a lot of these Fortune 500 companies have um, big issues with that. So that was an issue I faced recently, and it was pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, that definitely sucks. Yeah, definitely something you kind of do, like you said, on the side, something you enjoy, just kind of then creeping into your professional life. Um, that can never be fun, probably make things a little uh, awkward as well. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just, you know, like I said, it's not like it's my full-time job, you know, not supporting family off of it. It's yeah. just more or less my creative outlet and something that I enjoy doing. So <laughs> right. it was definitely like a personal stab, I felt like, more than anything. Right. For sure. All right. So we kind of touched on this a little bit already, but, you know, we're trying to grow our audience and slowly monetize the podcast. But just from your experience, you know, how do your business opportunities come out? Like, are you personally reaching out to companies or is there some sort of combination? And what's maybe one of the, you know, most weird interactions or weird product that reach out to you where you're like, uh, th- there's no way I'm doing that. Sorry. Oh my gosh. This is another super good question. You guys are oh, thank killing you. it. Thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, I wrote all of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that Starting out, and even still, um, to this day, sometimes you have to reach out to companies yourself. Um, I watched a ton of YouTube tutorials and just videos from other bloggers um, kind of sharing their advice and how they got started. And that is one thing that you kind of have to send your pitch to different companies. Um, hmm. Trying to think, for example, some that I've sent. But um, a really good tactic is like, you know, looking at bloggers or other podcasts maybe that, you know, have been working or have a sponsor, um, just checking out their content and seeing who they're working with, you know, check out that company, um, a little easier to to speak in terms of blogging, because obviously that's what I do, Mm -hmm. but, you know, look for, once again, um, podcasts or bloggers that have similar following amounts, 
Um, just so you can gauge, like, you know, if this company is working with them and they have 10,000 followers, then, you know, that shouldn't be an issue in terms of your following count, um, in terms of working together. But mm-hmm. some companies want, you know, a certain look or a certain aesthetic. So it's not always that um, the followers are the main thing. It might just be the content that you're producing. Okay. But, yeah, um, yeah back to that, I mean, reach out. Have no shame. My whole thing is, like, when I'm reaching out to a company, I have a pitch that I send. Um I also have a media kit, but it's not very updated, so that's something on my to-do list. Um, yeah, Sheesh. media kit. Sheesh. I don't know where that's going to fit in the budget. I don't even get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I can send on that in a minute. Um, but, you know, my whole thing is, it's not like I'm having to deal with these people in person, so I have no problem sending my pitch, you know, but obviously make it um, fit for the company you're reaching out to. Try to make it like really personable and really like fitting to your how you're going to incorporate them into your feed mm-hmm. um so i've dealt with this multiple times i've got collaborations this way by you know me making the first step to reach out to them and then as you grow so many different opportunities arise um like for bloggers i know i'm part of maybe four or five platforms where Basically, what you do is you list your information and, well, first off, you're invited to the platform. Mm -hmm. And then you list your information, you link your account. So my blog is linked and my Instagram is linked. And then from there, these companies just reach out to you. So it takes the stress of having to reach out to companies off of you and they are now approaching you. And then as you get up and up and up, um, one platform that I'm on they, it's the same situation. You list your information, you link your account, and then they also, you can apply to five different opportunities a month, but the opportunities are huge. Um, like one currently right now, let me see if I can pull it up. My laptop's about to die. But it is a flight to Australia with Delta. So it's like these collaborations are huge. It's not just, you know, being sent five outfits or candles or whatnot, like, this is like big stuff um even like appliances like kitchen appliances working with um those kind of brands so definitely on like a larger scale and then on top of that um you know working say the delta one for example um not only are you provided with the flight but then you're also paid based on your engagement meaning your likes your comments all of that so it's like a whole new level. Okay. So so that being said, what would like 150 followers, like where do you think we fall? Um, like do you so, think Delta will be cool with us? <laughs> the only thing about that is, um, yeah, my laptop is dead, of course. But that particular platform um, is by invitation only. So I don't really know how I got the invite. But the minimum is... 10k for followers okay and so, i mean i'm not above buying followers will they will they know can they smell fraud yeah i'm about to make 900 accounts right now oh my gosh yeah what if they're not actually like paid for what if we just like make all the accounts no way they. I, I mean if you have the time to dominate the accounts i think that is true dedication <laughs> and i don't think that they'd pick that up um, okay you gotta just outsmart the system that's all it is yeah. It's honestly, it's so tricky. I have um, a bunch of like 
group chats that I'm in with filled with bloggers and that's always the topic of conversation is like, you know, authentic followers and, you know, having them removed on Instagram and all types of craziness. So it definitely is strict, but I mean, I think if anyone could do it, I think you guys could do it. Wow. Appreciate that. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, so uh, digging a little deeper into, you know, the more important stuff, just from, you know, my personal perception, it seems like every other story you s- we see on your social media, it's you like eating some kind of fast food, you know, whether it's like mac and cheese, mo sticks, whatever it may be. But on the other hand, like you look at your social media and you look amazing. And frankly, it just doesn't make any sense. So what's up with that? Are you a real person? How do you do it? And just please give the audience some of your secrets on how you stay Do you straight. actually eat the food you take pictures of? You just take pictures of right Right. And this doesn't pertain to us, of course, because we're obviously like in incredible shape as podcasters as well. Um, so... All I have to thank is a crazy, insane metabolism. Mm. Um, That is so true. I I eat like a six-year-old. Mozzarella, (laughs) six, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, mac and cheese bites. Like that basically is my whole diet. Not to mention candy, cookies, donuts, like whatever you see that I'm posting, (laughs) I'm eating that and then probably eating a full bag of chips afterwards. Like... It's okay. insane. Cool. Um, question. Where could I yeah. buy this said metabolism? <laughs> oh my God. the same thing. It is from Jesus himself, literally. Okay. Well, we'll, call him, Jesus. we'll call him as soon as we're done with this interview. In front of the program. Yeah, yeah. Hit him up on the out for sure. Um, but in terms of working out, I really don't. Um, <laughs> so there's like, I have different versions of myself. So if I am working out, doing the bare minimum, really, just like doing the elliptical, the treadmill, working mm-hmm. abs a little bit, doing a little bit of legs, then you'll see, like, not to be, but like the ripped six-pack, like, wh- like, what the hell kind of thing. Yeah. And then if I am... Yeah, I got that, too. It's just been a while <laughs> since you've seen him. If I just eat, like, you know, my typical diet, like crazy bad all junk food and I don't work out I still maintain my weight but I'm just not as toned so in terms of like gain I like should really be knocking on wood because as I get older it's getting a little trickier yeah um but I just I don't and I really don't do anything to deserve it so I really don't have an answer for you besides the fact that yes I do eat every single thing that I post and like we I need said, to call Jesus. I eat that's more. It. That's the two things. We just gotta call Jesus and <laughs> ask him for a little uh, extra metabolism strength there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what the listeners were hoping for. <laughs> yep, everyone, you you heard it here. The trick is just called Jesus. Yep, and then ask him really nicely. <laughs> Bat your eyes a little bit. <laughs> Uh, subscribe to our podcast he's a friend of the show we'll get you his contact info right uh, if you subscribe <laughs> all right so a uh, quick question uh, let's talk real quick about dm so i'm sure you get plenty of them whether it be you know girls loving your products and asking more questions about them to you know creeps asking for feet photographs uh what are some of your best slash worst dms you receive and what kind of advice would you give you know girls slash guys about social networking or just shooting your shot on instagram in general yeah, um, so the good thing is, like, um, I love the whole feature of, like, the requests 
So it's like if you're not following, um, you know, whatever accounts DMing you, it doesn't go straight in your DM. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. So everyone, I laugh because everyone's like, oh, you know, you probably get so many DMs. And honestly, like, I don't really know what to compare it to, but I don't ever feel overwhelmed by an amount of DMs. Um, a lot of the times, so in my DMs, I have a couple blog group chats. So that's just like normal, you know, everyday kind of thing. Um, but I definitely do get the feet pick um, <laughs> DMs. Which, I hate to hear that. Do you, do, you, do you send them feet pics? I feel like they'd be, like, I would charge money to send feed pics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what the sun says. So, like, What's the, your minimum? Yeah, I wish I had screen mm, $5 I've, never, I've never done it because one time I thought about doing it and I was with my friend and we were, like, just goofing off and then they were getting really weird. They're like, oh, but, like, we want to see you in a sports bra and, you know, yada, yada. So then, boom, blocked. Right. Goodbye. Yeah, um, but yeah a lot of them are like one pick for however much and it just goes on and on but um yeah. I, when I get those yeah it's the worst i can't really i mean i know it works for some girls but i've never been i guess lucky enough i just think the whole concept is really freaky yeah it's but, a little, um, crazy. yeah so i have had those i get a lot of um requests for being a sugar baby mm. So, oh, we we okay. get those too as podcasters, famous yeah, podcasters. Yeah, those get blocked. Um, yeah, we block them as well. Yeah, it gets those all the time. <laughs> it's it's at a point where like it's it's almost scary because as much as I would love to like hope that it's just you know some creepy old man doing a thing like whatever. As a blogger, you're constantly posting you know where you are where you not where you live necessarily but like the general vicinity of where you're at so i do kind of get a little weary at times about that kind of stuff um just because yeah. you know being a girl in your 20s these days is scary right. um but yeah so i typically do block those messages um regarding the whole sugar daddy thing that's fair that's probably a good thing for sure yeah yeah i mean uh, it has crossed your mind, though, right? Like, there have been, there's been days where you're like, oh, maybe, like, oh, for thinking sure. about it. For yeah, for sure. I hear you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, just, like, I know. Yeah, I've been there, so, like, I can only imagine, you know, <laughs> you've been there. Yeah. You get it, you get it. You, you stick together. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Yeah, if it sure. was, like, with no sugar, you know what I mean? Like, maybe right. a Splenda Daddy. Yeah, okay. just straight up money. A little yeah. bit, and I talk to you like that okay. kind of situation just a little creative with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right um, so what else did you guys ask for like advice um for guys in terms of like getting dms from guys i feel like it's very basic like you know how like when you're watching an instagram story there's like those like quick reactions or whatever like mm-hmm. and it's like a clapping emoji yeah. hard eye emoji, like that kind of stuff. I feel like, if anything, a lot of guys just use that method, which I'm not even going to respond to you. Like, mm. if you send me the hard Take eyes notes. as, like, the quick reaction, like, good night. I am not impressed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, duh. <laughs> Who would do that? You got to stop shaking, like, you probably do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good I'd point. rather... 
I would rather, if you're going to send the heart eye, don't do the quick reply. Take the effort to at least slide your finger down and press the heart eye emoji. Well, that's a you're good point. You're asking for a lot. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm asking for a lot, but it's going to help you out. Okay, fair enough. All right, shoot, yeah. taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, yeah, a lot of times, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't really get a lot of DMs from guys, if we're being honest. Okay, yeah, let's... Definitely more You're definitely from being modest. Asking, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Where or whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll believe you for now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so... So, obviously... Oh, oh. Right, you got it, Gil. You got it. Hey, my bad. No, I, I was just, just, just going to jump um, into rapid questions, so you can go first. Okay, so we've kind of joked about it, but um, obviously uh, your social media is a little bit um, bigger and badder than ours. Um, so I don't know how much you've looked at our accounts, um, but what are some critiques you have uh, on us that we could get better at or just general tips to kind of um, – Increase engagement, you know, we basically just need uh, uh, a makeover for our social media. Yeah, anything. Right, absolutely. Well, I think that um, you guys are definitely good about engaging your audience, like trying to get them, you know, like how you put the poll up or how you put the um, box to ask the questions. I think keep doing that um, as much as you can, like anything that you can make relevant to the topic of your podcast, most definitely, um, you know, put a poll up or put in, you know, the question with the um, answer option, the things that you did earlier. I think that that gives people, you know, the option to reach out, and um, that's one thing that's huge. Um, the second thing is the use of hashtags done mm. right. So. Um, oh, yeah, big hashtag guy here. Yeah, so I think that, um, just like scrolling through now, seeing you guys use a lot of critiques. Uh, our favorite so, hashtag is here we go. Okay. Yeah, those are more successful. I don't know about our favorite. Uh, yeah, so there's a whole, gosh, I could go on for like literal, like years about um, the hashtag game. But it's best practice to use five to seven, and okay. it's unique. So, you know, for bloggers, don't use OOTD, which means alphabet of the day. Mm-hmm. Because that's so saturated, like no one's ever going to see your post. Right. Um, but if you do something like um, instead of OOTD, you could use um, like Soho Fashion. So, like for you, you could put um, instead of like sports podcasts, you could, you know, gear it to whatever sport you're covering that day. Or, you mm. know, if there's like a certain topic that you're covering, like use those kind of hashtags. Yeah. Um, because Hashtags are, not only do they, like, help with likes, but they also, you know, give your picture the chance of moving to the Explore page, which then just creates more engagement and exposure for yeah. you. So I think that that's one thing. Um, you're, like, your color scheme is really on it, to be honest. I know that's something you guys probably don't yeah. care about. No, I, I've always that. known our color scheme is great. You know, I've always said that about our color yeah. scheme. Yeah. Yeah, you get it. You just take um, one quick right. look and you're just like, fuck, like, those guys know what they're doing. We'll bleep that out. I mean, I don't even have a, uh, a color scheme. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to say it. I was going to say it, but now that you're bringing it up, um, if we're critiquing here, I would say <laughs> that maybe something you could work on, you know, on your end. 
hey, you know, this is good. Constructive criticism. This is good. Right. I mean, it's just uh, one expert to another, you know. But yeah, I think that, you know, if you guys just have some downtime, like whoever's running the account, just go on and maybe interact with some other podcasts. If you can, you know, search it by hashtag or search it by um, something else and just kind of, you know, just maybe like comment on one of their pictures and say, oh, hey, you know, this is such great content or so creative, whatever. Sometimes that can build your networking and like your circle and, you know, maybe then they can promote your podcast and you can promote theirs and just kind of like, you know, Shall that kind of um, promotion that way. So I think if the more active you are, the more successful you will be, even though it's so frustrating and sometimes it takes some time, it, it definitely does make a difference. For sure. We like to hashtag uh, China. There's a lot of population there. I don't know if that connects to anyone. We're, but... we're, not, we're not doing that. Are we blocked in China or no? I want to be. I think we can make that happen. You know you've made it when that happens. Exactly. I I think, if nothing else, if we accomplish nothing else with this podcast, we need to get banned in China. Yes. Goal number one, banned in China. Goal number two, make money with podcasts. All right. Thank you. There we go. Done. All right. So it into existence. For sure. So we have a couple of rapid fire questions before we get into our last segment, Fantasy BS. So, uh, you know, this is just quick. Rapid fire, like, you know, one word answers or, you know, first thing that comes to your head. For sure. Okay. Okay. This is fun. Okay. So, your dream job in life? Blogger. Okay. There you go. A dream place to live in the world, anywhere? Canada. Okay. Anywhere in particular? It's a pretty big place. Montreal. Okay. Poutine. Shout out. All right, so uh, you're sentenced to death row for whatever uh, crime you committed. What's your last meal in the world? My last what? Your last meal ever in the world. You keep cutting out. I can't hear you. My what, last is your la- what is your last meal? Oh, my last meal. Okay. Yeah, it mozzarella sticks. Oh, call it. Rice, fries, chicken nuggets, crispy cream donuts, and a sweet tea from McDonald's. Ooh, okay. okay, so just Ooh, hand him a good. picture of your, your social media feed. Yeah, Every, yeah. everything on here, let me have it. <laughs> One of each. All right, uh, favorite product you've been yeah. able to post about? My mattress. Okay, Ooh. there you go. Shout out. Uh, Shout out my mattress. Dream sponsor for any product in the world? Oh, um, sorry, I know it's just too quick. Um, probably like any luxury brand, so whether it be Gucci, Chanel, Prada. Okay. Anything like there you that. Go. Well, we'll make sure to hashtag them for sure. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag Gucci. <issue. laughs> All right. Uh, do you have any pet peeves? Yes. Oh my gosh. People smacking their lips when they're chewing. Mmm. Hate to hear that. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> Not even like Super. you know, just chewing loudly. That's one thing, but like smacking your lips. Yeah, that's tough. I could honestly hit people. That's a bad yeah. look. Couldn't be me. Maybe it's glad we haven't been yet. Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> <sighs> I'd be in trouble. Yeah, she was just, co- she was just covering his mic now. All right. Uh, we got two more. One quality that you're looking for in a guy. Um. Oh, loyalty. Hey, that's loyalty. Say, that'll be quick. Okay. I know. Sorry. I know. Loyalty. <laughs> you're fine. And then uh, last question. Worst no, quality about a guy. Last what? What was it? Sorry. Worst quality about a guy that you don't like. Worst quality? Yeah. Yeah. 
pull themselves. Mm, okay. Yeah, we're definitely we're definitely not cocky here. We're very humble. All right, so uh, let's move on to our last segment of the day, Fancy BS. So this uh, today's Fancy BS is brought to you by Insert Your Very Professional Advertisement Here. Uh, yesterday we just surpassed six thousand listens overall, so you know that's insane. Please contact us for you know more information to get uh, your incredible product out there. All right, Fancy BS. I'm sure there's plenty of new listeners out there because of Mariah. Uh, basically, we're idiots that like to debate random topics. So today's topic is uh, candy in the spirit of Halloween. So we'll be doing a snake draft fantasy style. And Mariah, uh, you got the first pick here as a guest. Hey, question, question. Yeah, what's up? Chocolate, does it fly here? Chocolate definitely flies. Okay. So, All right. uh, I think we've done, I think we've done chocolate. Well, no, no. I think we've done chocolate like bars before do you realize so how much know. candy that takes out we've done cookies i think i would be f- all right we'll go have to we'll take it to the, the f- records. i just wanted to clarify before we started right so mariah okay. gets the first so pick here and we're chocolate? doing yes yeah, you, you can yes you can okay and how many can i pick you have um, three picks overall so we're gonna do like a right, only one right now though yeah only one what? right now you can't yeah. pick all three it's a snake it's a snake draft snake draft so like You'll pick, then either me, Ben, or Gil will pick, and then like we just keep going, and then we come back to you. You gotta know this as a blogger. Yeah. I know, I know. Okay. You you might be confused, so we'll, we'll let you know when it's your turn to pick. But right now you got one pick, and we're doing a rotation, I guess. So you go first, Gil goes second, Shu goes third, and I go last. Okay. So oh, here you go. Back your back. first pick here. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready for me? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Born ready. Oh, interesting first pick. What she said? Milky Way. Ooh. Okay. Whoa. Is that a personal? Is that a personal favorite there? Yeah. Okay. Respect. All right, Gil, you got the second pick here. Um, I'm gonna go. Is there any context for the candies, like in any certain scenario, or just in general? Yeah, just Halloween what candy. What scenarios could there be? Well, you know, sometimes can't. And you go to the movies, I get, I would get different candy at the movies than if I'm just chilling at the house. Good point. Whatever. That's a good point. Uh, Halloween um, candy. You're a kid. You're. This is the second best thing that you would hope for. Sour Patch Kids. Ooh, that's on good Halloween. One. That's the one thing you get from you know, Sour Patch Kids. Let me get a bag of Sour Hall- Patch Kids. Hey. Hey. All right, whatever. Don't, Don't hate. Me. Discriminate. Uh, all right, I'm going to go with uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, so, that was on the list. Of all candies. That was on the list. All right. I'm, uh, okay. I'm going to go. I got back-to-back picks here. I'm going to go with M&M's and Snickers. Rookie. You some Rookie pick. Mm. Rookie right. pick M&M's. Uh, Shoot, you got a pick here. Oh, my pick? Uh, I'm going with uh, king-size Hershey bars. There's nothing better you liked on Halloween than getting those big, big-ass candy bars that are Hershey's. Not those tiny shits. The, the, yeah, cheap, the pricks give you on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, f- those pricks. Big giant. Yeah. Those, f- those guys. Yeah. Those pricks. Come on, though. Yeah. I, I, don't get... have, I don't have any money. I'm a kid. Give me a big size candy bar. Right, right. Of course. <laughs> try to stay, no, try to stay up all night. Right. <laughs> I hear you. you could probably still pass as a, as a kid trick or treating if you. If you uh, I, went trick or tr- I went trick or treating last year as Santa Claus on no cap. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Then you can make it make it year two. Um. My second pick, I'm gonna go with Twix. Ooh, Twix bar. That's a good one. That's For a good sure. one. Oh, oh yeah, it's a good right one. You're left. Tell me. Right or huh? left? Right or left Twix? Nah, see, I would eat both, so it don't oh, matter. Okay. Yeah. It's an option. It don't matter. All right, Mariah, snake draft. You get two picks here in a row. Oh, 
Ooh, two. Okay, I'm going to go with nerds. Mm, that's, that's a good, good one. Nerd. Shut up. And cowtails. Cowtails. I didn't even think about those. I, I got to be honest. I mean, I'm not from this culture. I don't know what the f- cowtails are. Oh, man. Yeah, cowtails are amazing. They're like caramel with like the cream in the center. Mm, that does sound delicious. Well, like, yeah. They're obviously yeah. so good that I forgot about them. But I'm going to send I think I'm going to send you one. Ooh, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> All right, Gilbert, um, your last pick. See, this here. is tough. There's a lot of good I mean, obviously a lot of good candy out there. Yeah. Um All right, I'm going to stick to my guns. Uh I'm gonna go Skittles. Oh, that's good. OG Skittles. Sour or regular? No, OG. Oh, I already geez. took Sour Patch Kids. Okay, that's fair. All right, Jacob Schulberg, your last pick here. Personal favorite. Uh, kind of got surpassed by Reese's Cups in my personal top five over the last couple of years. But uh, Three Musketeers, always loved them. Don't know why, but I just do. So I'm gonna give them a little bit of a shout out. Okay. Don't don't lie to him. <laughs> no, they're good. And they're then good. Uh, my last I'm pick. Sex on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my last pick is Airheads. Love those. Oh, hey, that cool. was that was what I was debating between. That was it was that or Skittles on my last one there. Right. So I respect a lot of respect on that one. Does uh, anyone have any honorable mentions? Mentions. Um, Ooh. Uh. Bro, I said nerds. Um, the distant cousin, the nerds wrote. Always fire. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very pieces. Good. Yep. Pieces. 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 Um, no caps. Watermelon. Ooh, Ooh, watermelon. True. Okay. true. Honestly, don't even lie. Y'all, y'all always love seeing Smarties in your bag. Oh, love Smarties. No matter what happened, you saw uh, Smarties. You're like, yeah, it's about to go. That's a good pick. That's a good. That might be. If I if I did my personal favorite, I'd definitely be definitely be up there. Oh, Smarties definitely. It's like one of those that like they sleep on you, but like you see, like then they crawl out of your bag late at night. You're like right there. Yeah, the smarties that crawl out of your bag. Yeah. So, uh, fun fact: in my hometown, uh, Hong Kong, uh, shout out, huge friend of the program. Uh, oh. Instead of uh, M M&M, and M, uh, what's it called, McFlurries, they do Smarties McFlurries. It's fire. It's very good. <laughs> that sounds good. That's you guys good. are like living in the future. There. <laughs> um, crunch bars, big fan of those. Crunch bars, true. Yeah. Kit Kats. Uh, Another one that's like you kind of always got on Halloween. No, not Three Musketeers. The Tootsie Pops. With the yeah. I it's could do without it. I like that. I don't know, man. We could go on forever. I think. My last. Kit-Kats. My last honorable mention is gummy bears and sour uh, gummy worms. Okay. Alright, I respect that. Kind of like Sour Patch Kids, but I'm not, I mean, we're not going to get into that. Right, yeah, definitely not. Uh, Mariah, do you have any last honorable mentions for us? What did you say, Ben? I said, uh, Mariah, do you have any last honorable mentions for us? Um, I mean, I don't know how many people like them, but like the cookies and cream Hershey bars. Very Ooh. good, very That's good. That's nice every once in a while. That's great. Yeah, yeah. it's a good change. A little bit of a change-up. And that's about it. Okay, fair enough. All right. Uh, anyone got anything else? No. Thanks for coming on. This was this was a good interview. This was fun. Yeah, Educational. This is awesome. Absolutely. Thanks for having Educational. me. Right, pleasure was ours. Alrighty. Thank you again. Alright. Yeah. Stay in touch. Yeah, definitely for oh, sure. sure. Yeah, it's K Weezy, and we back. 
the rise to the throne. Envy. Yeah. Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience. All I got is papers and a lot of haters. Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers.